And this weekend, we're going to fall back um, and we are going to change the clocks back. It happens every year. We go back, we go forward. We go back, we go forward. We go back, we go forward. Well, Bob Dino is from British Columbia and he is co-founder of the Stop the Time Change BC petition that he started about four years ago. And it led to the BC government Introducing a bill today aimed at eventually making daylight time permanent across the province, ending the twice yearly change to and from standard time. Here to talk about it, Bob Dino. Bob, you, you must feel pretty good about yourself right now. Uh, good morning, Kelly. Thanks for having me on. Yes, it's uh, very, very exciting news for BC and uh, ultimately the whole west coast of, uh, of uh, Canada and the U.S., so... Looks like we're all going to do it together next year. Well, why did you start this petition to stop the time change, you know, um, from falling backwards and moving forward as we do each year? Was it a trust issue? Did you have a hard time falling back? Um, it's a long story, a short story. Uh, quite a long time ago, I actually, when I was in university, uh, I had a final exam on the day the time changed, and I slept right through it because mm. I did not change my clock. And after that, for years and years, I always kind of wondered why we did it. And then um, one of my running buddies, Tara, um, and I were both interested as well. So we started really digging into it and looking at it and trying to understand the history of why the time change started, why we continue to do it and then the health effects of what the time change actually did. And once we looked at that, uh, into all that stuff, we just couldn't figure out why uh, they continued to do it. It just made no sense. It didn't serve any purpose. So, um, you know, we put out a petition four years ago um, seeing if there was actually interest. And within um, 60 days, we had over 23,000 signatures uh, on that petition, which we sent to the BC uh, provincial government um, at the time. And uh, things have been moved forward uh, till then. And obviously, with the news of the last couple of weeks, uh, uh, all our work has kind of paid off. So, uh, the BC government actually uh, took your petition, looked at it, and said, okay, well, let's consult the public on our own here. And the response was 93% of people they asked in BC supported getting rid of seasonal time changes. So what are we going with? Are we going with daylight saving time? And exactly, is that when we fall back? Is that what we'll be in now? Uh, No, when we fall back, we'll be back on the Pacific Standard Time. Okay. So the summertime, which the majority of us are on uh, all year long, which is the daylight savings time, um, what BC is going to remain on is uh, BC Daylight Savings Time. So uh, the current time we're on right now, we will, uh, we're going to fall back uh, this year. We're going to spring ahead in the spring, and we're going to stay on uh, that time uh, forever, I guess. All right. So, so basically, we'll have to keep that in mind when we call our buddies out in, on the West Coast. Yeah, we're only going to be two hours behind you instead of three. It's going to be fantastic. I own a... Uh, company and we deal with Eastern Canada on a uh, very regular basis, daily or every other day. And uh, two hours, you know, you know, you think, what's an hour? An hour isn't a huge thing, but I'll tell you the difference between uh, two hours and three hours uh, can make a, um, a difference, especially in doing business and It'll be a change for the rest of us, too, because we're going to start watching hockey at 5 o'clock now. Yeah, unless we catch on to your bright idea, Bob, and we do the same thing. 
I, you know, it's the movement <laughs> is happening everywhere. Yeah. Uh, there's parts of Europe that's already changed, the whole West Coast. I'll be very surprised within the next couple of years if everybody doesn't stop changing time. It's just going to depend which time they decide to stay on, whether it's standard time or daylight savings time. For BC, most of the residents want the uh, extra hour of light in the evening, so it was important for them to remain on uh, daylight savings time. Bob, I want to thank you for your time. Thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you so much. You as well, and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, that's Bob Dino. He is co-founder of Stop the Time Change. It was a petition started four years ago, and now the government of BC is going ahead with it. It's the last time they're going to fall back. They've introduced a bill today, and they'll make daylight saving time permanent across the province, and that'll probably happen uh, next year. Dr. Miriam Judah joins us right now. She's a research associate at Simon Fraser University. Once again, we go out to the left coast specializes in circadian rhythms. Dr. Miriam, this isn't the best idea maybe for our our rhythms and our sleeping patterns, is it? Yes, no, so it is not. Uh, so as uh, specialists in circadian rhythms, we would like to see permanent standard time, not permanent daylight saving time. And I also would like to clarify that the poll that happened earlier this year in British Columbia didn't give the public to uh, the option to vote for permanent standard time. Ah. The only option was to either say, uh, to vote for continuing the time change as it is, or to go on permanent daylight saving time. There was no option for people to vote for permanent standard time. Right, so there was no question of, would you rather fall back or would you rather spring forward? If we were gonna do one of them, where do you stay? And why do you fall to standard uh, time being the best one for us physically? Yeah. So the reason is because we have a circadian clock. Our circadian clock regulates the physiology of our, uh, the timing of our physiology, and it is synchronized to the light-dark cycle of the sun, not to social time or a social schedule. Now, if we had permanent daylight saving time, what that would mean in the winter months is that we now will have to get up an hour earlier for work, physiologically speaking, than we currently do in the winter months. But our circadian clock is still synchronized to the light-dark cycle. What that, what that means is that it will cut our sleep. Uh, it will be difficult to fall asleep early enough to get our eight hours of sleep, but we'll have to get up when it is still dark. Uh, so it will decrease our morning light exposure. Oh. Uh, our circadian clock needs morning light exposure. So that is, um, that is a problem. And I guess this could result in more traffic accidents. Exactly. So uh, if we don't sleep enough and also we have circadian disruptions, we're asked to get up in the middle of our physiological night, we are fatigued. This will increase the risk of accidents. And this is exactly what we're seeing when we're transitioning from wintertime to summertime. That transition always um, uh, is associated with an increased risk for car accidents, for strokes, for heart attacks. Uh, it's not the transition that we're going to experience now to standard time that is associated with why, why the health? Why the health risks, if I could ask? Could you get, elaborate yeah. on that? Yeah, so we know that um, uh, uh, not getting enough sleep, but also circadian disruptions, both, are associated with certain health problems, such as diabetes, um, heart disease, obesity, and depression. Uh, so uh, we are expecting that... Um, if we are on permanent daylight savings time, that uh, this will increase the circadian disruption and it will decrease our sleep duration. So we are concerned about the health and the safety effects of this 
uh, on the public. Okay, so from your perspective, we you don't mind the idea of getting rid of seasonal time changes. You just would prefer yeah. we were switching to standard time. And when I say we, I'm talking about you guys out in, in BC. But odds are there's a lot of people here that think we should follow suit. Why do you think it's... But you're in support of getting rid of the uh, seasonal time changes, though, correct? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. why exactly do you think they are problematic? For the same reasons you just mentioned, or is there more? Yeah, so we do know that the transition is difficult because it cuts an hour of sleep. Uh, and also, uh, daylight saving time in general is uh, is asking us to... Um, to live outside of the of the of our circadian clock, so to get up an hour earlier than uh, we are actually supposed to get up, um, um, uh, uh, based on our circadian rhythms and how they are synchronized with light dark cycle of the sun. So we see, for example, clear differences it, within one time zone. We see that people. Uh, who live west of one time zone and who get less light exposure in the morning are getting less sleep and they have more circadian disruptions than people who live east of a time zone. It's amazing that, uh, you know, your your daily rhythms, your actual physical rhythm, rhythms weren't taken into, into account when you think about the idea of changing this legislation in B.C. Are you shocked yes. that, that uh, the government didn't seek the, um, didn't consult any experts like yourself on this? Yeah, I think it's very disappointing because uh, what what is our research worth if uh, it doesn't uh, uh, have an effect on, on public health? I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for shedding some light on this. All right. Thank you very much. No Bye. pun intended, by the way. I really I heard what I said. No pun intended. Sometimes it just happens. It's Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.